0: And now your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins.
1: Everyone And welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Apostle Dr. Tiffany Watkins. I am so glad that you decided to tune in today because I am excited to have a special guest with me today. And her name is Elder Nicole Davis she is truly a dear sister in the Lord. We have done ministry together. Um, We continue to work together on a lot of projects and just many different things. And she's a woman who loves to pray. And we can talk about anything and we can sit down and talk and just be honest and be truthful about a lot of things. And so I consider her a privilege to even have her on today for the many things that God has called her to do. And so I just want to Uh, Bring her to the listeners today, and we're going to talk today about balancing our prayer life, balancing our personal lives, and even balancing ministry. And so we're just going to kind of dialogue a little bit and talk about how to be able to do that. And with all the things that Elder Davis uh, has to do I am sure that she will give us some tidbits and nuggets in order to be able to do that. And so with that being said, welcome, Elder Nicole. How are you doing today?
2: I am doing well, Pastor Dr. Tiffany Watkins. How are you? I am
1: doing well. Thank you so much for even agreeing to be on the podcast today. I know the people are truly going to be blessed today because you truly have a great spirit and that is just an anointing of prayer upon you. So I know that people would be touched today. So I said a little bit about what I know from you personally,
2: but just tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Yes. So, first, thank you for having me on your podcast. I am super excited for um, our time together. So, thank you. I do want to start off by saying that. Um, Yeah, so some some fun things about me. So, some fun facts. I'll start with that. I am a southern chocolate and coffee lover. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Who love family, shopping, reading. Um, in In my spare time, I enjoy making my own candles, Um, But outside of those things, I am also a minister. I'm an author. Um, My nine-to-five job is a health coach. And I am also uh, the visionary of an annual annual women's conference um, gathering of Kingdom Daughters. So that's a little bit about me. And you said you like chocolate.
1: Did you say you like chocolate?
2: I love chocolate. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, that's a fact that I, need, I, ne- I learned now that you love
2: chocolate. That is good. Do you do you put chocolate in your coffee? I don't put chocolate in my coffee. Um, when it comes to coffee, I'm more of a, like a hazelnut, vanilla um, kind of girl. But as far as chocolate, I mean the Snickers, the Reese <laughs> Cups, the Quicks. Um, you name it, I love it. Uh, but the good thing about it, I do eat it in moderation, but I am a chocolate lover. Well,
1: that's good. That's good. You know, they say that, you know, as long as you do it in moderation, you know, that you're good and it's okay. But, you know, uh, with everything that's going on in life, you have to have something that causes balance. And I'm going to say chocolate. It can kind of catch you back and have a little balance for one second just by eating that chocolate. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: So as a health coach, when I am talking to my patient, um, you know, uh, I relate to them when they say I'm struggling with chocolate. I'm like, I get you you know um but I also tell them you know moderation is moderation is the key
1: Yes, yes, and so, you know, that's why I want to talk today about balancing our prayer life, balancing our personal life, you know, and balancing ministry, and, you know, we have so many demands, you know, even me as a pastor, I have so many demands, not only for ministry, but family, uh, you know, with my businesses, and, you know, may- wanting to be able to keep my life together as far as prayer is concerned. So, you know, I just want to start off by asking, do you believe it is important to have a balanced life and why? And I think the listeners need to, you know, pay attention to this because it is very important.
2: Yes. So I'll start with this. Um, There are several different domains that we have, right? We have our health. We have our work. We have Mm -hmm. relationships. We have our spiritual life as well. Um, and I went through a program they called this like the life pie, you know. Um, and so when I look at the word balance, um, I think about, you know, being stable, being firm, and being fixed um, in these multiple different areas um, of my life, you know. And so I do believe that it is important to address the whole person, you know, not mm-hmm. just one specific mm-hmm. area of your life. And so one way that I try to look at it is as, um, you know, looking at how am I stewarding the things that God has placed in my hands to do in this season, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, the case may be. Um, Not only do I ask myself, you know, um, how well am I stewarding because, you know, we do have a responsibility um, to manage the things that God has placed in our hands to do, right, right? Right, right. And so one of the other questions I ask myself is, how is the different areas of my life being in, being influenced by God's word, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I think when it comes to thinking about living a balanced life, I think it's important for us just to not look at one specific area of our life, you know, are we stable in one area of our life, whether it's our work, but our health, we're not as stable, you know? So I, think mm-hmm. I want to challenge people just to kind of look at the different areas of your life and just kind of ask yourself, how well am I stewarding and managing my health, you know? Do I need to incorporate exercise? Do I need to adopt my eating habits? Um, and, uh, like I said, just asking yourself how much of these different areas of my life is being influenced by God's word, right? And know that the word tells us that in all of our ways, in every single area of our lives, if we submit those areas and things to him, he will direct us, and he will put us on the the straight path um, that we need to travel. So I do believe, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can be stable and fixed, um, in these multiple areas of our life. Um, but we cannot do it in and of ourselves. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit to help us.
1: That is so true,
2: because without the Holy Spirit, we cannot do it. We're,
1: we won't be able to do it. We'll do it, but we'll make a mess of it,
0: <laughs>
1: and something Absolutely. will happen, and, you know, we'll get off track, or you know, or we'll be overwhelmed and, we won't be at the place where we need to be in God. And so I think that is so important that we do, you know, balance our life and have our life balanced. So that is a great point. And basing it, like you said, upon the word of God, you know, we don't normally, you know, a lot of times we don't look at it because sometimes we're emotional and we deal with things emotionally, but we definitely have to go back um, to the word of God. So that is a great point. You know, I even talk about it, you know, just in ministry. And one thing is, is that you have to take care of your physical health because if you don't physically take care of your physical health, it, it'll be challenging for you to even do um, your personal things, or it'll be a challenge to even do ministry sometimes, you know, uh, if you you have high blood pressure, you know, or, you know, if you're depressed or if you're dealing with certain types of things, you won't be at your peak performance to be able to be your best. And so it is important for you to have that balanced life, like you said, and take care of all areas and aspects of mm-hmm. your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So with the demands of today, do you believe it is important to keep up your prayer life as well, That Zane?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, there are so many, you know, different stories and things I could share, but time would not permit where um, God would, you know, where God gave me insight or gave me strategies on how to carry out various things that I had on my plate to um, to take care of. So prayer is just extremely important because prayer is an invitation for divine involvement, right? So see it in scripture. It says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we want to be in alignment with whatever it is that um, uh, God has already prearranged and orchestrated for us um, since the foundations of the world. And one way to do that is through communication, you know, just simply asking God, you know, what is it that you have me to do um, today or about this situation? That's prayer. That's communication with the Father. And so I do believe that any time that we pray according to God's will, he's going to answer our prayer. And one way to know his will is through his word. So um, I do believe prayer is very important, um, not only for divine involvement, but also to help us grow spiritually as well. So, um, yes, I do believe prayer is extremely important um, important when it comes to um, us stewarding and managing all that we have on our plate.
1: Yes, and, you know, I think about it. I've thought about the times where I've rushed out of the house and, you know, I've gotten busy and, say, oh I'm gonna get the prayer later, you know, because I got to get this done and get that done. And always it always seems to be that it's like your 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 whole system is off kilter because, you know, you didn't get that time in with the Lord or you didn't get that prayer in with him. And so I always say that, you know, when you start off right with prayer It calibrates the rest of your day, and praying will help you to deal with the stresses that come along during the day, whereas if you don't pray, you may handle that stress a little different because you have the Holy Spirit there louder than you might have would had you not prayed that that particular morning, you know, whether you're dealing with uh, issues on your job or where you're dealing with family issues. And, you know, the enemy always tries to come in and send distractions and things that cause us to get upset. But if we are prayed up, we are less likely to get in our feelings and our emotions, but we'll step back and say, wait a minute there. Um, what's really going on. And so we get that gift of discernment to be able to see, hey, what is really happening. And so I encourage the listeners today that it's important that we keep a prayer life. You know, this month, uh for the month of August at our church is called prayer. we have a prayer consecration month for this month. And just taking our church back to prayer because we get so busy and so busy doing and I told the members I said we get so busy doing everything else besides what we should be doing, and that is focusing on our relationship with God and starting out our day with prayer. And when we begin to start out with prayer, then we will be able to see things a whole lot clearly. You know, the Lord will cause us to see the things before they happen. He'll let us know. He'll, he'll speak to our spirit on the direction that we need to go. But if we just rush, 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 you know, a lot of times we are more apt to make mistakes versus if, if we had just took, taken the time to step back and to pray. And so I believe that you're right, Elder Cole, it is important to pray. You know, we, for your, conf, your women's uh, conference last, it was about prayer, you know, and I loved it because, you know, prayer is our lifeline. And if you don't mm-hmm. pray, then you, you don't have any life in your spirit. And so that is so important in order for us to balance our life and our ministry—not only our ministries, but your businesses, whatever it is—then we have to begin to go and pray, meditate, speak His word, declare His word, and have that communion and that relationship with God. So that is a great point. But you know, a lot of people, and you know, and a lot of people today. Um, they don't pray. You know, it may be a 15-minute prayer, a 10-minute prayer, or, you know, they may feel like God won't answer or they've uh, asked God in the past and he didn't show up. And, you know, I had an individual to um, – I had talked to today – and they were going through some things, and I told them, I said, if, if you don't get the answer that you desire, don't give up on God. You continue to pray because sometimes prayers, you know, prayer, God hears our prayers, but some things happen progressively. And so I told them, don't get discouraged if it does not turn out the way you want it to be the first time, but you have to continue to pray, and breakthrough will come through that. But I think a lot of people stop praying because they feel like their prayers have not been answered, you know, and so on and so forth they have so many reasons, and so their prayer life gets dull, and then and, and they don't pray anymore. So with that being said, you know, how can a person really start over and refresh, and, you know, refresh their prayer life with God?
2: Yeah, and, and before I answer that question, one thing I do want to say um, because, you know, and I found myself in that place as well where, you know, I, I was not able to spend as much time in prayer as I would have liked to because whether, you know, I got up late for work and, you know, I barely had um, time to
1: even, you know, eat
2: breakfast, you know. And in those moments, I will say this, you know, you know, we don't have to focus on um, the the number of minutes, you know. Some people feel as though I have to spend an hour in Mm -hmm. prayer, you know, there are mothers out there who may be raising children, and they may be a single mother, and they have to get up and get their kids ready for school, and it it Mm -hmm. it makes it difficult for them to spend as much time in prayer in the mornings if they, if they, you know, uh, wanted to. I'll say this, you know, even just something like, Lord God, I thank you for allowing me to see this day. You know, I don't know what this day holds, but I trust that you will order my steps. You know, whatever your plans are for the day, Lord, lead me and guide me. Amen. You know, it's just something just to You know, it doesn't have to be long and drawn out. Um, And I think that's just where a lot of people, um, you know, have that mindset that I have to spend an hour in prayer. You can spend five minutes in prayer, you know, Um, and uh, if that's, you know, if prayer is just something that you do not currently do. You know what I'm saying? It's just Mm -hmm, starting. mm -hmm. Uh, and even throughout your day, you know, even throughout your day, in your car mm-hmm, you can pray, in mm-hmm. your work you can pray, in the grocery store you can pray. So um, mm-hmm, I just don't mm-hmm. want people to have that um, idea that I have to dedicate a specific full hour um, in prayer um, because for some people it may be, you know, um, difficult for them to to do in this season, you know. So I did want to just kind of throw that in there. Is mm-hmm, that you know sometimes mm-hmm. we overcomplicate it, and prayer should not be um, complicated at all. It's just simply communing communicating with the Father. Um,
1: yes, yeah, yes, and we should be communicating with them throughout
2: the day anyway.
1: You know, <laughs>
2: <Absolutely>. <laughs> if, if that's your relationship,
1: you know, prayer is communication. So if we're uh talking with the Lord throughout the day you you won't even realize what how much time has passed by. You can be on your job Absolutely. and you could be praying and talking to the Lord and you know asking the lord uh to do this or you know just sharing how much you love him and you know mm-hmm. um but it ha- it's it's that you just have to have and i I share this the spirit of prayer within you mm-hmm. throughout your day because it becomes who you are, so that is a great point you, you know you if you have, if you've not done it and if you've not done it let start off. You know, when you get up in the morning, acknowledging mm-hmm. him. You know, those yep. that work on third shift, before you go on your third shift job, you know, begin to acknowledge him before you go in that night. So that is a great point.
2: Absolutely. So to answer your question about refreshing, you know, one's prayer life, um, whether it's someone who does not, you know, um, pray at all right now or someone who prays but maybe not pray. Um, consistently or you know as often as you know uh, they would like to i think this is ca- applies to any person um, when it comes to developing a her life and that is praying sincerely you know just being honest with god you know mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and there's been times especially when i was going through you know the uh, grieving the loss of my mom where i was completely honest with god you know god like I am upset right now, I'm hurt, I'm mm-hmm, broken, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just really poured everything out to God. I was honest with him, how I was feeling. He already knows, you know. Um, so mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. and sincere with what I was going through in that in that difficult season of my life. So I'll say pray sincerely. Um, I'll also say pray simply, you know, so just be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to use elaborate words, you know. Um, Just pray simple, just a simple prayer. Um, He honors that as well. Pray consistently, you know, and kind of going back to what we just talked about, one way to develop um, consistency is just devoting time throughout your day. Maybe you just have a special uh, – designated five-minute time uh, time frame throughout your day where you're solely focused on just praying or 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but developing your own prayer, um, you know, routine and building that into your day. So praying consistently. And then also praying persistently, right? Um, using the example, mm-hmm. uh, you look at Hannah. She prayed year after year after year after year, um, pray for a baby you know, and mm-hmm. what made things even worse in her situation is that her, uh, her husband's other wife, Hanana, she easily bared children, you know, but that did not stop Hannah um, from praying, you know, afterwards she still continued mm-hmm. to pray. So I would say those four things, pray sincerely, pray simply, pray consistently, and pray persistently, um, I think will definitely be helpful when it comes to just refreshing your prayer life.
1: Yes, and and, and, and and you have to start, <laughs> like you said, and you yes. just have to just begin to start. Like you said, if it's five minutes, well, you know, however it is, just begin to start and pray, like you said, consistently, and don't give up, you know, and mm-hmm. make it, you know, your routine. And the routine necessarily may not be the same time every day. It could be, you know, different times throughout the day, but you, you make a, a decision to say, I will not go a day without talking to my father. You know, Mm -hmm. and beginning to have that communion with him because he knows what's ahead and he knows what's best for us. You know, those times I've gone into prayer, Elder Nicole, every time I've gone into prayer, every time and just really give and submit to the Lord, you come out refreshed.
2: Oh, my goodness. And that's what the Lord wants
1: to do. (laughs) And I know you're a praying woman, so you know Sometimes when you're stressed out and, you know, to the listeners, when you're stressed out, you know, that prayer is that place for release, you know, that that where you can cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. And so you would want to refresh your prayer life by releasing all of those cares on him uh, because he knows. And so by the time you get up that weight, you're not carrying
2: that weight. He's carrying that weight. Absolutely. And one of the things I did start doing and it has been life-changing for me, and that is um, I will go out um, for walks. I'll do like a 30-minute walk. So I'm exercising the body. But also mm-hmm. during that time, I'm also praying. So for me, it's a prayer walk. Um, and I do that, you know, several times um, throughout the week. And, oh, man, it is just I, I love it. <laughs> I look forward to to those walks because Mm -hmm. it's just my quiet time with the Father, you know, and I just start, I'm like, Father, what's on your heart today? What is it that you want to say? And it's just a communication between me and the Father, and it has, like I said, it has been life-changing for me. So even kind of going back to what we were talking about, these different domains in our our lives, these different uh, areas, um, your health, your spiritual life, so in that moment, I am exercising the body, and I'm also um, feeding the spirit as well. And it's also exercise is also good for your mental health. So it's mm-hmm. like it's, it's all encompassing um, activity that I can do to help improve my overall health and well being. So something just yes. as simple as for a walk and using you know that time just to praise the Father as well is just a tip.
1: Yes, and like you said, it gives you mental health, and especially if it's a pretty day outside, or if it's cool, depending on when you get up, and just being able to take in the, uh, God's glory, His creation. Mm-hmm. It's like all you know, you're taking care of all three in one. So that is that is correct. Mm-hmm. I, that is a great idea. So if any of you listening, you love to walk, you know, start incorporating your prayer time you know, during your walking time. You know, sometimes when I I remember when I get on that elliptical sometimes and it gets tough, I just start praying. (laughs) And I can do it, you know, talking to the Lord, Lord, I can do this thing. I can do it, you know, I can do it. And, you know, I'll be in a class, or we have a class sometimes, i am like, Lord, you can help me. You know, you can do this. Lord, I love you. You know, we can, it, the Lord just wants us to acknowledge him. That's what scripture tells us. Acknowledge him in all of our ways, and he will, what, direct our path as we acknowledge Absolutely. him. And that's all he wants us to do is acknowledge him because he has secrets to reveal to us, and he also cares about what we go through. You know, he's just not a big God up there that just, you know, he's always beating us up and, you know, tearing us down. But he is truly concerned about what we are going through on a daily basis. Absolutely. And, you know, and so I think we need to look at that. You know, I think some people can be too spiritual, and that's what I was going to ask you next. Do you believe uh, one can become, you know, too spiritual? And if so, why? Listen,
2: I believe we can be (laughs) Mere hearers and gleaners of God's word and not be doers, right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we can be so caught up on just hearing the word on a Sunday or, you know, through whatever channel you're know, mm-hmm. getting heard about or just gleaning the information um, and not necessarily be doers of it and apply it to our life. Um, we are, you know, um, relational beings. And um, we can just be so, I guess, if you want to use the word, too spiritual to where we are not even uh, able to relate, you know, to the people who are around us, you know? Right, Um, right. Because I have, you know, been around um, individuals where it was just, the word, 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 and it's like, are you, are you really <laughs> listening to what I'm saying? Like, right, this right. Crazy. This is what's going on. Um, so I do believe that we can just be so focused just on the information, but there's no application, you know. And we can That's lack being relatable to other individuals. So that is so um, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That is so good, you know. And I, 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 you know, I think about that, especially when you lose a loved one. You know, people yes. can get so spiritual. You know, well, she's in a better place. You know, and the Lord, blah blah blah. You know, we love God, but you don't want to hear that at this, that point. Just say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm praying for you. I, you know, I may can't understand what you're going through, but you know, I'm here. You know, be relatable, like you said. You know, we could get too, too spiritual. I remember, you know, when my mother passed and. Um, there was a situation that happened and it might've been about two, three months or so, three or four months. And the individual said, well, you know, and I was like, well, I don't feel like, you know, I'm going to be able to do that right now, you know, cause I'm still, you know, dealing with the loss of my mom. And they were like, well, you know, uh, make sure you don't stay there, you know, don't get stuck there. And it was only after three months mm-hmm. and I'm like, we can mm-hmm. be so spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. that we don't have the compassion of God. You know, Jesus mm-hmm. wept when mm-hmm. Lazarus died. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we have to have mm-hmm. that kind of compassion and stop being so spiritual, especially, you know, people know the scriptures, but at times they need that compassion, not, not you throwing and shoving the word down their throat, you
2: know. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this and this is just a complete, you know, transparent moment for me. Um, I, you know, I started out in ministry when I was, I think, early. I think I was in my teens, twenties, um, and for a while, that that's how I was. It was just the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. And <laughs> I literally had this conversation with. Um, A cousin of mine, she's more like a sister, and um, I was just kind of sharing with her with even some of the things that I'm doing, um, I am, you know, uh, prayerfully asking God, how can I make this information that you've given me, the things that you've told me um, to share, how can I make this? Um, applicable? Um, how can the individuals that are coming, reading my content or listening to my audio posts, how can I make this applicable to their everyday life? And so right. when I shared that with her, um, she was like, you know what? She's like, I can see a change. You know, she's like, I can tell that, you you know, you've kind of steered in a different direction. You're still um, sharing the principles, um, the, the precepts of God's word, but you're also trying, you know, to make it um, applicable as well. And she was honest, she was like, because there was one point, in, you know, in our relationship where there were some things that she wanted to share with me, but she did not because she, you know, she thought she was just going to get the word, you know? So she was like, well, I can't right. share this with her because this is all she's going to say is the scriptures and blah, blah, blah. So um, I can say, you know, like I said, transparent moment for me that I have been in that place where it was just mm-hmm. giving the word, where well, the word said this <laughs> word, this, that, said that, and, yeah, so um, I, I, I get it, but also we just have to um, make sure that we are just, um, you know, making it applicable, like I said, to, to everyday
1: life. That is so true, and making sure that we Absolutely. have that compassion behind it. Absolutely. You know, being being compassionate and being understanding, you know, because yeah, Jesus, Jesus was moved with compassion. That's what he says. Absolutely. He was moved with compassion, you know. He was. You know, he didn't just you know just just do the miracle he, the you know the miracle came through compassion
2: mhm absolutely and that's that's just one of the challenges um in the in the church today is is that we the, – the word has been delivered <laughs> um the mm-hmm, word has been changed, mm-hmm. but we lack um you know we lack uh bringing it around to everyday life. There's no application, you know. So when we walk out of the door and mm-hmm. receive the word, how, you know, teach me or share with me how can I make this um, applicable um, on my job, in my marriage, right. you know. How can I take this information and apply it to the struggle that I'm I'm dealing with right now, you know. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that is just one thing that I have noticed just within the church setting is that we are given the word but lack the um, uh, the application piece and helping individuals apply it to their, their life.
1: Their everyday life, and that is so true. Yeah. And, you know, we need to get to that point, you know, so that it Absolutely. can be applicable. You're right. So we're going to apply that today to the listeners that's listening today. We're going to give you some information on how to, you know, make it applicable to you so that you're able to be able to balance out your personal life, your prayer life, your your businesses, uh, your family, whatever it is. And so, um, Elder Davis, could you just give us three things that we can do to maintain balance in our lives when it comes to all of those areas, such as our prayer life, our personal life, business, ministry, whatever it may be, Just give us about three things that we could do to maintain balance.
2: Um, One of the things I've already mentioned, and that is just devoting time and attention um, to um, whether it's reading, studying, uh, and praying God, you know, in prayer. Just devoting time. So what that looks like if you are a person like me, I have a planner. <laughs> you know, I use my calendar, and in my calendar, I have the time slots throughout the day. And at the very beginning of my day, there's an hour that <laughs> is blocked out for my yes. time. You know, yes. so even yes. just taking whatever planning device that you use, whether it's on your phone, um, in a in a tangible planner, like just devoting, um. Time throughout your day to read, study, and pray, um, uh, study God's word, and also time for prayer as well. So um, that would be one thing, just the voting time, looking at your calendar and just putting it on there. And here it is, you know, we put our doctor's appointments on our calendars, mm-hmm. we put other special events on our calendars, and we make time and we make room for those things. Um, when it comes mm-hmm. to your spiritual life, treat that as an appointment. You know, treat that as something that is priority as well. Put that on your calendar, and make that your time where you know nothing else is going on. This is my devotion time. This is my time to kind of just you know spend time, um, in prayer and, and talking to the Father. So that's one thing. Um, yeah, and that's so important
1: because you know, uh, you know, I had a client in, in my life coaching and. They were just having time, you know, a problem, you know, getting their um, devotion in. And I said, you're going to have to um, put it in your calendar. And for me personally, I, you know, I have everything I have to balance out and put in my calendar. Even my prayer time, I know from this time to this time, this has got to be my prayer time because throughout the rest of the day it gets busy, so on and so forth. So that is a great uh, tip you to put it in your calendar because then you hold yourself accountable and you know At this time, I'm devoting it to the Lord. And, you know, Mm -hmm. nobody knows your day like you do. So when you begin to do that, that will work. So that's a great point.
2: Absolutely. Um, Another thing I think is important that is often overlooked is um, also taking time to rest um, and just kind of replenish yourself. So, making sure that you create margin in your day, or if you want to call it free space, you know, just to kind of put the, the work away, you know, um, and just rest. Um, or engage in some type of fun activity that you may not engage in now, but it's something that you used to um, used to do in the past, but for some reason it, it kind of fell off. So just even taking time to replenish yourself or just doing something that you enjoy doing, um, whether it's a hobby or just whatever the case is, just take time to replenish and just, you know, just take time to rest where it's just you're just resting, you um, And if we look at how uh, when God created um, the world, um, he, after each day, he rested. So it was Mm working, it was rest, you know, it was Mm -hmm. working, it was rest. So so just taking time to just rest and just give your mind um, a a break (laughs) from from all of the demands and um, just enjoying just some time of of just being silent, you know, and free from distractions and Yeah, so, yeah. Thing. Um and then just daily, on a daily basis, just asking God to give you wisdom and guidance for what he will have you to accomplish that day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. I do believe if we ask, he will he will tell us, you know, but oftentimes, yeah. you know, we, we don't ask, but just daily just making it a point to say, God, you know, give me guidance. What is it that – what's your agenda for me for today, you know? Um, And I think that will also help when it comes to creating um, uh, balance, if you want to use that, um, in your personal prayer, ministry, and spiritual work. So, yeah, those three things. Yeah,
1: Yes, and, you know, when you said that, just to ask him, you know, Matthew 7 and 7 tells us, asking it will be given to you. Seek you will find. Knock and the door will be opened unto us. So we have to take that time to ask. So Mm -hmm. as the listeners are listening in, please take this in because this is great teaching and this is a great inspiration and word for you to be able to take on for yourselves. Amen. Because we practice this and it works. Um, It may not be perfect all the time, but you can always start somewhere, and that's the key. Start somewhere. Your health means more. It'll be worth it if you don't take a time to take a break, like she said, or take a rest, because you're no good to anybody if you're not taking care of your own health and your rest. So take care of yourself. Take a mental break. Plan your day to where you are able to do just for you so you can be good, in your, you know, for your mate in marriage, you know, so that you can be replenished in every area of your life. Take that time and begin to rest. Yes. So that's, well, even
2: that's, with the planning piece, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I was going to say, even with the planning piece, don't plan alone, but plan, uh, partner, you know, partner with God mm-hmm. in your planning process. You know, mm-hmm. so um, because we have our own plans, right? And 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 there's right. you know many are the plans in the man's heart, but it's the God is God's purpose that will prevail. So even in your planning, you know sitting down and just asking God, you know, what is priority for me in this season? What is it that what's most important that I need to be getting done and um, moving the needle in um, in this season that you have me in? so um, I think we should also, you know, um, don't go at it alone, but just kind of really seeking, you know, God first, what his plan and purposes are um, for that day um, and asking him to give us this day our daily bread. Whatever I need to get to this day, Lord, just I ask that you give me the resources, the tools and the wisdom and guidance to get through it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That is so key. Well, you know what, Uh, Elder Davis, we have had an awesome time today. Um, I think that the listeners, and I believe and know, that as you're listening in that something has been said for you to be able to be able to better balance your life and be able to do what you need in order to get that prayer time in, in order to get your personal life together. But with that being said, would you pray with the listeners right now who may be struggling with balancing their life, uh, if you could do that for us,
2: Elder Davis? Heavenly Father, God, we come before you in this in this moment, Father. We just want to first say thank you. Thank you for being such a good, good father. Thank you for being a God of grace, a God of mercy, a God of a God of kindness, Father God, and compassion, Father. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for every person that is listening to this, um, this audio, Lord God, on today, Father, you know every situation that they're dealing with, the challenges and the struggles, Father God, and I just pray right now, Lord Jesus, that they will receive the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, Father God, so that even in the midst of what they're going through, oh God, I just pray, Lord Jesus, that they will rest and bask in your peace and, 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 and the hope and knowing, oh, God, that you are upholding them, Lord God, by your righteous right hand, Father. So I just thank you, Lord Jesus, in every area of their life, Father. I ask, oh, God, that you will just give them the wisdom that they need, Lord God, to steward every assignment, Father God, every business, Father God, their family, Lord Jesus, um, everything that they have on their plate right now, Father God. I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you will comfort them heart even right now, Father, and let them know, Lord, God, that they can cast all of their cares on you because you care for them, Father. And we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Father, for it is in your son Jesus' name that I do pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen
1: again. Well, thank you so much, Elder Davis, for coming on and sharing with us today. So, But would you let listeners know how they may contact you? Because there may be someone that heard something today that may want to be able to get in contact with you. If you could give us your contact information.
2: Yes, they can go to, um, they can email Nicole, the Kings, insert a hyphen, daughter.com, so that's Nicole, the Kings, hyphen and my website address is the king's hyphen daughter.com
1: amen and so if you need to contact her you can email once you get on the website you get able to go on and just contact her put your information in and then she will get back with you so thanks again, Elder Davis. Uh, we're going to come back, listeners, on in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about the King's Daughter. And you do not want to miss this. So come back next in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about the King's Daughter, and we're going to talk about, you know, women. does God approve of women in ministry, you know, and how can you become a part of the king's daughter, which Elder Nicole is a part of and what she's created. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a couple of weeks. So come back and tune in, uh, and you will be blessed. So I pray for the listeners today that you continually let the Lord use you, let the Lord uh, shine his face upon you, and may he go with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen.
0: Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.